Brother, I have a question for you. How much of one's being do you think pride encompasses? If we're not careful, all of us are all of you. All of you? If you're not careful. Hmm. So you think pride has potential to engulf 100% of our being? I don't know. I know an old passage that says uh, pride is before a crash. Hmm. In other words, it can kill you. Oh, it can, man. That so pride. it can consume you. Right, it does. I mean, it. I don't know. It's like one of the highest levels of negativity. But he, I was just thinking, though. I was just sitting here waiting to start this and press play on this. I was thinking, does pride always have to be looked at in a negative way? Well, there are differences and there are degrees of things. You know, a person should be proud of themselves, but being prideful is dangerous. In other words, you can say something as simple as you can have an ego. In other words, confidence. Three letter word. Confidence. Ego and confidence, you think, go hand in hand? They are supposed to. But you think uh, pride is like the negative side of it? No, I don't. No, ego could be the negative side of it if you're not careful. It's the same principle that applies to both scenarios. Mm. If your ego was so big that you're blind and you can't see, same thing with pride, Mm. then it's dangerous. So they, they kind of are the same thing. They go hand in hand. You like I said, you could be proud. This is the English language for you real fast. Mm-hmm. Pride is before a crash. Okay. Being proud is a good thing. Okay. See, that's the same word, though. Right, 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 right. English language. Yeah, because I was thinking there have been times where I've been very prideful. Like, very prideful, because I can go there and I get into that a little bit later. But I think it has fueled me towards great results at times. The pride, the thing that's looked at as a bad thing, and maybe I was in a bad place with the pride for the reason of me having it, but it drove me to do some things that were, you know, magnificent or amazing. Well, that might be attached to confidence and belief, hmm. what you're referencing. Hmm, you think but so? But you have to be careful because, again, when we're uh, in a stumpish type of way, you know, when you're stepping on type of people. Mm-hmm. But you can have too much pride to give up or too much pride to fail. That's the way I look at it. Like, I've been in situations where most people probably would have given up or, you know, would have just threw in the towel. But my pride said, I can't do that. I can't go back home. I can't let people think I failed at this. I can't let people think this relationship is over with. I got to keep going. That type of pride is connected to belief. Hmm. You know, not quitting. Okay. Again, I tell you the danger is, well, you know, you and I both talk about things of this nature. The danger is when pride makes you blind. Okay. When only your way is the best way. Mm. You think that's what pride is when you see things one side? So Yeah, perception is a dangerous game. Okay, you're right about that, man. Before we get too deep in this, man, because we just jump right into it, welcome back to Stroked, the art of mental stimulation, where we touch subjects at depths that most people aren't willing to go. You know how we do it. We dive in. We go deep. We keep it raw. Transparency at its finest, man. We don't miss a beat. Let's get stroked up. <laughs> Let's get stroked up. So, you know, that's one of the things that we have to understand about ourselves as people. We do have natural courses of action. You know, pride, ego, those are attached to the idea that you're supposed to be able to accomplish something in your life. You know, and most of us, to a degree, have that, Mm -hmm. where we think that what we're doing is the right thing. Right. Now, conditional thought will have us start determining right and wrong, Mm -hmm. and then pride start playing a different game. Gotcha. What about pride when it comes to we're going to go to relationships and dealing with people? Because I had situations I brought up before on our death episode. I forgot which one it is, but you want to go back and check it out. Uh, I had a cousin that passed away, 
or she actually committed suicide. And we hadn't talked seven months prior to that. I don't remember if I dove in that deep. We hadn't talked for like seven months and all because of pride, because I didn't want to be the first one to talk to her. And she probably didn't want to be the first one to talk to me. But before that, we were inseparable. We were always together. We poured into each other. You know, we was each other's uh, crutch, per se. But those seven months, we didn't talk because an issue came about and she passed away. And I passed away without having talked to her in seven months. And that really did something to me. It took a toll on me. And I almost thought for a moment, like, if she had me to talk to, would that have happened? So pride can be very painful as well. You can miss out on some of the be- the best opportunities and some of the best people, man, people that love you the most. As we say, pride is a dangerous game. It is. You know, pride is before a crash. You know, it leads to turmoil. So we have to be careful. Let's set our, let's set our pride aside for a second. So let's make it personable. Mm-hmm. Let's say you and I had a misunderstanding. Okay. What's one of the most crucial things we have to do? We have to be able to communicate, but for temporary time, we have to try to set our pride aside. And that, boy, that's a tough one when it comes to two stubborn individuals, man. Well, yeah, but look, one of the things that we do, all right, we have to swallow it to even reach out. Mm. That's number one. <sighs> now, that doesn't mean automatically that the moment we start talking, the pride is gone. No, it's not. We subjected the pride for a second to even reach out to each other. But it's like you breathe again because you have. We've had moments. You just I'm gonna be transparent. Well, okay. we had disagreements and we weren't talking. I mean, we didn't walk past each other, not said a word. Been in the same atmosphere, felt each other's, felt each other's energy. I look just, across the room, you so look heavy. back, and we on the same page at the same time. Right, saying, man. I know he ain't looking at me. I, I hate that. She- like, man, why he got to be looking? Why I looked over there? <laughs> <laughs> petty man, petty. But pride at his finest, man, and like. What if the next moment one of us was gone or, you know, we, we didn't, wasn't blessed with this opportunity or something, man, because right. of pride. So I just think of that. I can think of the feeling of being in it. It's super heavy. Anybody who's ever had those prideful moments when you've been around those people, haven't talked to it's super heavy. It's like a dark cloud over you. And it's like the only thing, it's a split second, man, split second. And all you have to do is open your mouth yeah. and say a word to the other person, man. And then yeah. when you do finally talk to them, it's like it clears up. Right. No matter if you haven't come to a conclusion yet or you haven't figured it out, something about when you finally open your mouth to communicate, that's another episode we had, the misconception of communication. Mm-hmm. To communicate, it's like all that disappears. So I want to go back a little bit before that. Before that moment. You know, all we have to do is take a deep breath and act like everything's okay. And I say act like because at the first moment, you're saying it's okay. It's pretend at that moment because you're by yourself. That's easier said than take, done. Oh, I know. But the moment you take that deep breath, and pretend that everything is actually okay because you're by yourself. You haven't interacted with another person yet, so technically you're pretending. Mm-hmm. The times that I've ha- I've been able to move on fast, and I can say you, whoever, ever, it's when I, I go to God mm-hmm. and, I, and I talk to God. I was like, you know, this don't really make no sense. This mm-hmm. is stupid, and mm-hmm. I'm feeling this way for nothing. It's feeling inside of me. I mean, I feel like something has a hold on me, and I go to God, and I pray, and I release, and I give it all to him, and... No matter what my problem is in life, God is always the answer for me. So I want to hit you deep and raw. <laughs> so what's the first thing God did to man? Gave first breath. Okay, well, there we go. So breathe. Easier said than done. Sometimes I'm breathing so hard. I want to be stupid on this mic. I was about to start breathing. I'm breathing so hard. I'm like, because his words echo in my mind because he, he always say this positive stuff. And I'm like, okay, just breathe. 
Just breathe. That's not working. But it's the first thing that was granted us. Yeah, true. The true. breath of life. Right, right. So right. why are we not doing that for ourselves? We're we're moving so fast that we're depriving ourselves of oxygen to our brain. Right. You know, when we slowly breathe, we produce more oxygen to the brain. That's just simple science. I can I'm sorry, that, man. But it goes back to communication. Uh, overall, we just want to be right. If we speak first. Then we're wrong. They did this to us, so they should speak to us first or whatever. You have oh. families that's broken up because of pride, man. Then we're going to have to come back to this because right and wrong is a concept. Mm. Oh, here you go. There's no such thing as right and wrong? Morals are morals. Now. That's real. Right. Right and wrong is wrong. I don't want to go here. I don't know if I'm going too deep, though. Uh-oh. Too deep. But Don't pride now. The moment, the real uh, cure to pride is the moment that you... Get outside of your physical body. Mm. When you get outside your physical body and realize you're just the spirit and the being within, and none of this stuff really matters. Like none of it matters, man. We all leaving here. Well, here you go. <laughs> the flesh is a representation of limitations. Right. Pride is before a crash because we only see it from the fleshly view. Right. My flesh so is my words, boundary. Right, and we start seeing ourselves as higher than we are. Right. 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 That's the flesh. It's limited. So how high are you? Right. Very limited. We, we, we really don't use nowhere near the capacity of how we can be. No one is really vibrating at the highest level they can vibrate at. Uh, it, it would take getting outside of that, man. That's the toughest thing. I know a lot of people don't understand that. We kind of get in the head. Pretty sure we'll cover that on another episode. But once you realize and you really center yourself and forget the body and forget all these human rules and forget looking crazy and forget this and forget that, all, nothing matters, man. And that's when you're able to be at your highest level. You're able to get rid of that pride. That ego doesn't matter. Well, let's go ahead and identify some things for you know ourselves and people along the way. What do you think some of the major contributors are for us to be so prideful that we don't see other people's views, we don't see love, we don't see concern, and we start letting our ego dictate? Um, Maybe hurt. Pain. Hurt, pain, yeah. You're hurt, you feel some type of way, and you can't get outside of that feeling. You're, you're not realizing that all that is just an emotion. Emotions are a part of life, and we discussed that before. You just have to learn how to process and get past it. And it always goes back to communication. But in some type of way, you felt betrayed, or you felt embarrassed, or you felt put on spot, or you felt things wasn't going the way you wanted them to go, and you feel like that person put you in a situation you didn't want to be in. And you don't know how to come outside of it. And you could be wrong. But in your mind, perception is something else. In your mind, that's the way you perceived it. You you are the one that was wronged. And I don't want to speak first. They need to come make up with me. Because I know my worth. I know my value. They need to come mm. talk to me if they want me in their life. And both of you guys thinking the same thing. And you go along, go along the life path of being away from each other. You separate. And for what? Well, you make me think of this principle. Pride is a protector. Mm. You're trying to protect your vulnerability. I like that. that. That's the one. So that's what ends up happening with us. All of a sudden, we're trying to protect something because of our pride. That's the one. We don't want to be weak. We are perceived as weak. Right. Vulnerable. That's the one for me. No one else. That's it right there. So that's a dangerous game. Pride is a wall. Pride is a wall, and it's a dangerous game, and you shall crash because even the wall, Berlin, came down. Okay. 
So, uh, as usual, what do we do? How do we get outside of that wall, man? What is the most simple way we can break this down for people and ourselves? Because I'm learning, too, as I'm speaking to this, because <laughs> I'm Ooh. still not past the pride issue, man. I tell people all the time, I'm going to get back to what I just right. asked you. I tell people all the time, my pride and my ego is bigger than my heart. I say, yeah. so I can love you to death, but if you mess with my ego, it's like I, I can go without talking to you for the rest of my life, and that's bad. That's not a good thing. Here's the principle. <laughs> what can man do me? What weapon formed against me? You know, a lot of us, and especially in North America, have heard phrases like that, in the South especially. But, you know, at the end of the day, what can man do you? You know, whether it's their words, their actions, or anything of that nature. So there's no reason for us to be prideful because whatever they do say should not affect us in that type of capacity where they start dictating our life. If we have a belief system that's greater than humanity, Mm -hmm. you know, bigger than people. Right then that won't actually really matter, you know? Mm-hmm. And look, easier said than done, as you mentioned a little earlier, it's a hard thing because we have to let go of that protection of oneself mm-hmm. because see, that's how pride gets attached. Right. We start thinking we got to self-preserve. I got to protect this home. I got to protect this body. Right, right, right. So we net, we do not allow ourselves to be connected as people. And that's one of the most crucial things is that we are supposed to allow ourselves to connect to one another. Right. And I find myself that you brought that up, the protected thing, that's the one. I find myself if someone so-called wrongs me or whatever, I don't want to speak to you because I feel like if I speak to you too fast, you'll think you can just do that again. I need you to know I'm hurt. Instead right. of using my words and communicating uh, and saying I'm hurt because uh, I don't want to do that, that's the pride too. I rather I need you to uh, come over here and I need you to suffer a little bit without my presence. That's how right. I feel. But they moving on with their life. Mm-hmm. The misconception of communication. We'll go back and you got to go re-listen to that. Yeah, they're moving on with their life, man. (laughs) But here's the thing. We have to communicate with each other. The moment we start suppressing things creates that problem where we can't communicate. Mm -hmm. As we do not communicate with one another, guess what starts building along the way? Mm -hmm. Suppression and pride. It does, man. So, like, back to that question I asked you, what do you think, like, Maybe the first step. How do we simplify the process of getting past that? I want you to get into a, uh, a moment where you've actually felt prideful and you've been through that. That's what we try to do, to actually sit in a moment, feel those emotions, and try to help other people while helping ourselves. Oh, well, one of the biggest conflicts that I ever have is, you know, yes, technically speaking, we're all prideful individuals. We're flesh. And the moment there's a conflict and emotion starts to arise, my first statement to myself in my mind is I want understanding. You want understanding? Understanding will create humility. So when you're feeling prideful, you go to, I just wish somebody understands me. No, I want to understand what's happening. Oh, you want to understand the situation. Yes. So you sit there and you process first. Like what just That'll happened? create humility immediately because guess what? Here's another ancient teaching. Seek understanding and you shall have it. Mm-hmm. Seeking understanding creates humility because it means you know nothing. Right. It's moments, though, when people take that moment, they pause, they think about what happened, and you may think, you know, that didn't have to go like that, that didn't have to that. And the pride still gets in the way that I still don't want to say anything to you, even though I could be, I haven't been wrong before mm-hmm. and not want to walk to the person and say, mm-hmm. hey, I was wrong. Right. <laughs> like, right. That, that's the thing right there. But the only method we could do at that particular time is continue, continue with, continually seek understanding. Okay. And then if, what? And then what? I understand the situation. Now, how do you get past that feeling 
to proceed, I mean, to proceed and go talk to the person or do the next step to get past. You can understand well, all you want, but if you're not saying anything, if you're not doing anything about it. Well, we're using the example of conflict, right? Yeah. Because conflict is usually what creates the bigger ego, the bigger pride scenarios that are dangerous. So if you and I have a conflict and we're constantly seeking understanding throughout the entire process, it creates humility because you're trying to understand. So it takes you're time. Trying to see, you're trying to see the other person's perspective. Mm-hmm. And as that perspective comes to you, you're breathing and you're trying to constantly understand. Mm-hmm. Now, as you express your emotion, mm-hmm. because that's attached to pride. And that's the hardest thing to do. <laughs> but if Honorable. you breathe. Settle the emotion. Guess what comes next? Okay, how about this? Okay. Go ahead. What comes next? Logic. There you go. I had to hear that last part before I jumped. My brain jumped before I finished hearing what you had to say. How about this? Let's think about a time that we actually had strife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I want to bring up a specific situation. I want to know the process that you went through. A time that we ain't talk about something for three days or whatever. Why are you trying to find this understanding or whatever? What type of thoughts were going through your brain? And on the flip side, I tell you, I, I'm gonna tell you the thought. We've been wrong here. I'm gonna tell you thoughts that were going through my brain, because my brain like a well, computer. I computed over and over in my brain. Well, I'm gonna analy- be honest, be raw. I'm, a, I'm an analytical individual. What I try to do to myself is make myself constantly just be patient and breathe. However, naturally, you go through distrust. We're not speaking about general, specific. You go through distrustful okay. thoughts. That's a natural process, you know. Pride starts self-preserving. What I did wrong. I ain't do nothing wrong. So you go through those type of processes. That's Mm -hmm. natural to the brain. What our problem is, is as we go through all those negatives, that's unnecessary. That's called a disconnect. Mm -hmm. Why do that to yourself? And if you do, understand that it's natural. Okay. So continue to breathe. So you think... People, when dealing with that, the easiest to do that is, is it the more you care about the person, the more you care about the connection you have with the person? You actually think, can I go on and go on in life without having this person around? Well, do I ask, want to? I don't say can ask, I because you can't. Let me ask you something. Do you think it's easier to do with people you have been uh, uh, spent more time with or those that you have spent the least amount of time with? More time. I mean, it's easier with the least. Right. Amount of time because that's nothing for me. It's like that's not even a second thought to, to zip right. that bag up. So, again, all of that is irrelevant. <laughs> right, right, right. That's my point. Mm-hmm. My point that should be a practice in life. Right. So, if you're making it a practice to always understand and love every single soul walking the face of this earth, you mm-hmm. interact with every single person the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mean, problem becomes them, not you. I mean, that's how it's supposed to be. So, find your own peace. But on the flip side, when I'm going through a situation like, like that, I said I use an example with sometimes we probably fell out of something. It's never that long. But to to me, it feel like 50 million years. It's like. It was that long. <laughs> it felt like 50 million years, man. One could've day. Could have been 30 minutes. And I, was I feel hurt. Like I lost my best friend or something. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Then well, look, I try. I'm trying to. T- huh? Here go the thought. You, you asked me specifically, right? Here uh-huh. go the thought. Man, this person don't care about me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You don't care for real. Like for real. <laughs> you don't care for that does go to your mind, but me right. when I tell you about that space I get engulfed in, it's just like nothing else can get in but negativity because it's like it's so clip everything right. negative, everything negative's coming but in. But that's the analytical man, and right, right, right. But again, analytical is attached to our pride, man. So you are saying uh, if you're being analytical, you automatically being prideful? No, not automatically. But the moment that 
the moment you start thinking about self-preservation, mm-hmm. right? Right. And you know for a fact that the person is loving, caring, or nurturing, we're letting pride interfere. That's how I know I'm really upset or something really bothering me because on the flip side, me, I always see the good in people. So when I'm in that space, it's not more so blame is me trying to find a way out to not believe that they actually did that or they did that on purpose. So I, I go this route. Let me see. Let me think this. So this, 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 this could happen. Nah, because you said this. That's not it. So I go down a whole list of things trying to give somebody a way out. But then when I come down to it and I can't, that's when I'm engulfing that space. I try to give them a way out where I can walk out prideful, feeling good still, don't feel played, don't feel this. I try to find another alternative thought. And when I can't find that alternative thought, that's when I'm stuck in that place. You know, I'll tell you something that I try to do for myself. My analytical brain, I try to process my day. Mm -hmm. My interactions with people and so forth and so on. But you know what I try not to do along the way? And look, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying that I'm righteous or anything like that. But I do think this is a good method. Mm -hmm. I try to think about what I did through the day. Okay. You know, each interaction that I had with people. Now, I don't want to be overly consumed with it because you'll put yourself in a negative place. Mm -hmm. You start finding yourself guilty and blaming yourself, and that's not a good thing either. Right. But if you want to humble yourself, think about your positive interactions. Okay. Think about your negative interactions just for a snippet of the day Mm -hmm. and ask yourself, were you kind, were you loving, were you respectful? Were you considerate? Were you understanding? Right, I do that. That'll help us navigate pride. It will. These are some of the things that we can do. Mm. And again, I'll show you something that makes you even more humble. What is that? Step outside for a second in a thunderstorm and realize that a, a boat can strike you down. Yes, indeed. And know that you are nothing in comparison. What about the moments when <laughs> you're in the midst of something with someone, y'all not speak whatever, and you try to act like you're having so much fun. <laughs> you're having a time of your life or whatever, but in the back of your mind, they're still there. The issue is still there. But if they see you, it's like, oh, no, I'm having a great time. <laughs> I don't have to have you around. Petty. <laughs> Petty, I man. Don't know. I don't know. For me, I don't exist that way. So mm-hmm. if, if I'm having fun with you and you harmed me or did me something, uh, obviously, if I'm still around you, it wasn't significant enough. Right, right. So we have to ask ourselves, you know, are we able to get past small, you know, Because it's always small. Once you get past it, it's like, that was stupid. Like, Well, perception is a dangerous thing. Again, how do you perceive it in your mind? Right. I read Don't something. Don't ever forget we have triggers, right? We do. We all have triggers. We all have triggers. And man. our pride will cause us to magnify. I read something that said, uh, pride is the burden of a foolish man. Pride is the burden of a foolish man. Um, for some reason, this generation, they're very prideful, man. That's the same Bible passage, by the way. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I don't even know where I read it at. Just but. a different translation. Gotcha. It means the same thing. Right. But I was speaking of this generation. It <laughs> seemed like it's more pride in the world right now with everything. I guess everything is uh, put on display. So you got to be cool. You can't be doing too much. You can't whatever. Even when it comes to relationships, stuff, I can't text them back first. You know, it's I look crazy. thirsty. You know, I, I agree with you 100%, but nothing new under the sun. So I look at that and I say the only difference is we got a sped up world. Yeah, that's what it is because it's worse now. Got, and you can you see what's it. going on. Right, right, right. You can see what's going on. Somebody can screenshot you being thirsty and all right. that kind of what, what they call quote unquote thirsty when it's really just showing interest. 
I mean, what's yes. wrong with saying you text me and I, and I want to answer you? I'm texting you right back. Oh my God, he texts back in point four seconds. Yeah, I mean, you. Well, I'm supposed to just look at it and stare for an hour if, I'm, if I have a response now. But that's the way the world is that we live in now, man. Well, pride cause people to do that too, though. That is pride. All you day. Text me, I'll make you wait. I wish, man. You look up and you be blocked. I was finna say don't have a number, uh, don't have a name in the phone, but you probably ain't got one of those in there. Well, anyway. again, I don't believe in pride like that. So, oh, you know. don't don't make me tell a story. I will not. <laughs> we'll say that for a vibe for five Friday because yeah, let's get them on Friday. Man. Yeah, we'll get you on Friday with that. I think I might even talk about that on Friday because oh yeah, I, I got I got a story to tell. Okay. I got a story to tell. I can't wait. Ooh, this is a good one too, man. You got anything you want to say, man, before we wrap this thing on up? You know, we've been trying to keep this stuff a little shorter because we can talk now. We talk. Well, all I want to say is don't let pride get the best of us, man, because it's a dangerous thing and it keeps us disconnected. And if we can't connect as people, we'll never experience real love. We'll never be vulnerable and we'll never be higher than we could ever be. Simply put, where do we want to go as a society? Mm. Like seriously, where do we? Oh, that's a real go? question. Where do we want to go? Uh, we want to be together, unified, connected. We want to because sure? we're all one. Yeah, you sure? We really are one. We're energy, mm. and we all connected. Mm. So we just putting up energetic blockages between each other. Mm. When we flow together, man, this would be a much beautiful world. Well, pride is divisive. Pride is divisive, man. On that note, we're gonna get ready to wrap this thing on up. You guys know what to do: follow, subscribe. Go on Instagram and all those other places that we're on at stroked, S-T-R-O-K-D underscore the podcast at stroked, S-T-R-O-K-D underscore the podcast. Do you silly. Uh, you guys know what just happened to you. You got stroked all the way up. You just got stroked all the way up. Man, I hope y'all sleep well and find peace in your life. Mm. Good night. <laughs>